Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of Break Room Banter. It's a hairstylist adjacent podcast where each week two friends who also happen to be hairstylists break down our weeks in the break room. I'm your host, Hunter Walden. And I am your co-host, Erica the Red. And today we have a very, very special guest, and that is my best friend, Emily. Woo! Round of applause. Hi. <laughs> I've been begging Emily to come on the podcast since before I started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and today she was just like, you know what? I kind of look cute today. Let's do it. I'm not going to lie. I'm <laughs> glad that this is happening because remember when I was scrolling through TikTok and I'm like, Hunter, look at this chick. Uh, she is does really good hair, and she lives in Murfreesboro. Let's get her on the podcast. And I show Hunter, and it's Emily's profile. And he's like, that's, that's my best friend. I was, I was like, like, that's okay. my bestie. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, Emily, every week we start off the podcast with our peaks and our pits. Okay. And that's okay. the high points and low points of our weeks. Um, I think it's pretty easy for Erica and I to do it at this yeah. point. So. We'll start with us, and then that'll give you some time to marinate. Perfect. 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 Okay, go ahead, Erica. Me first? Yeah. Well, my peak was my trip. Right. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. Um, so. so I guess my peak would be that I'm home, and I'm refreshed, and I got to spend a lot of time in nature, which was good. That's the highlight. Um, my pit would be... That I'm broke because I didn't work for, like, <laughs> ever. And, um, yeah, so now I'm catching up. And I, we just had that conversation about the financing for Deacon's surgery. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean. It's it's nice to have you back. because the last two weeks. Right. You know? So I'm over it. Well, I would say, like, you, have, you brought a different energy into the house today. Like, when you Good. walked in versus whenever – the last couple episodes, it's been... <laughs> okay, hang on. I have a different peak. My peak is oh. that I am a co-host with you, and you edit our podcast, and you <laughs> cut out my anxiety <laughs> attack that I had in the middle of recording last week. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, sometimes a little minty bee is exactly what right? you need. Right. Oh, you know, break down. Let that shit out. <laughs> Mental breakdown. A little minty bee, girl. <laughs> Period. <laughs> But, you yeah. know, we made it through. Right, we did. Here <laughs> we are on the other side. So what's your... Okay, so my peak and my pit are tied together. And I have I don't think I've told either... No, I told Emily this story earlier today. So what had happened was my peak is that I had the last week off. I had like a staycation. Mm -hmm. And I didn't plan anything because I forgot that the salon was going to be closed. <laughs> so um, I was just home. And mm -hmm. it, that's fine. But I decided to clean out our downstairs guest room and, like, okay. actually do it. I'll have to show you after we yeah. are recording. But the, the guest room looks great. Mm -hmm. I got it all done. The house – I got the house deep clean this week. Like, all of that is my pit peak. My pit is I fell out of the attic. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> And I've, I think today is the first day that I've not woken up in excruciating pain. <laughs> if I'm being honest, my shoulder is still hurting, but it's not that, it's not that bad anymore. <laughs> Good. But yeah, I was crawling up the ladder with this heavy tote and I got to the top of the ladder and the tote kind of like started to crack and I was like, something's going to break <laughs> and it's either going to be me or this deck, these decorations. Oh geez. And so I go to like, let it, I'm holding on to the attic and I'm just like, all right, I'm going to let it fall. And I, it fell, but it knocked my feet out from under oh, me no. and I fell from the top of the ladder down into onto a carpeted floor. Like, it's not that dramatic, no. but I did fall from yeah. the attic onto the ground. Well, it's not like the carpet is really that much patty, though. So Right. Our bedroom used to be a garage, so it is straight concrete <laughs> <laughs> right under that carpet. But yeah, that my peak and my pit go hand in hand. I had a great staycation and I was forced to relax. You, yeah. After the first day. Well, you know, sometimes the world works in mysterious ways. <laughs> right. All right, Emily. What about you? Um... 
pit was probably that I got no call, no show today for a very um, lengthy service. But <laughs> my peak came off of the pit because I got to spend the day with my bestie and we yeah. got to go shopping Period. and get lunch. And now mm-hmm. I get to do this. Right? I'm yeah. so excited that you're here. <laughs> So let's uh, start the episode off by telling the story of how we met. Okay. Because Emily and I have been best friends for... Jeez, almost... Eight years? Yeah, almost eight years now. Yeah, January will be eight years. Yeah, you were one of the first, like, OG Nashville friends that I had. Absolutely. Because we met in hair school. And at this point, you're pretty much one of my OG Nashville friends as well. Yeah, Yeah, because you had not lived here very long, right? I had gone to high school here, but by the time you and I had met, um, I mean, it was 2018. I was getting kind of close to being out of my relationship with my ex, and I was really trying to find myself close. Bitch, that was two years later. But it was five and a half years. It was a long time. And that's for that's that's on besties, right? (laughs) Like, "Um, fuck Uh, you, don't lie. (laughs) I was like, "Mm, yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. But so I, it was orientation day, correct? Yeah. It was like, like the we pre- hadn't even started. Yeah. It was, it's like you go in with the people that you're going to be starting with and they kind of just give you the outline of like what to expect day one and mm-hmm. dress code and code of conduct and that kind of stuff. And I walked into GCI, my mom, my mom went with me and we sat down in the little waiting area and all of a sudden this like adorable little gay boy comes, comes in the front door and sits down (laughs) as far away from me as possible, just completely by himself. And Mm -hmm. I looked at my mom and I was like, mom, he looks really cool. I really want to like be his friend and talk to him. (laughs) My mom was like, well, go fucking talk to him. Uh (laughs) And so what did I do, Hunter? She get, she prances <laughs> on up like this and just slams into the seat next to me. Hi, I'm Emily. What's your name? That and then doesn't surprise me. I told her my name and she's like, "Okay, we're going to be friends." Yeah. I'm like, "You and seem really like, fucking cool. Let's 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 be friends. Let's yeah. talk." And then it was like they had like a Christmas break or something where they were closed for a minute. Yeah. So yeah. we didn't see each other for a couple months, but on the first day weeks, of school, weeks was it, it was weeks? Because it was like it was right before the Christmas break. That's why we couldn't start because it was only like a week or two before the Christmas break, and they were like, "Well, you can't really start yet. It doesn't make any sense. Just start in January and then stop." Yeah. Um. But yeah, and so I was so excited. I walked in and I sat next to her. We knew yeah. that we were going to sit yep. next to each other. Yep. <laughs> That's on period. Uh-huh. And <laughs> the first day of school. I had not slept. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a great idea. I was feeling on cloud nine, honey. <laughs> I was like, I'm starting beauty school tomorrow. I'm going to get crunk. So I went and picked up one of my little boyfriends at the time. Mm-hmm. And I had stayed up all night. And I had to take that boy home in the morning. Oh, Lord. I believe that. Uh-huh. And I was like, God. Okay. But yeah, I, did, I hadn't slept. So we had to watch videos on roller sets. <laughs> I will never forget it. It was a video, a pivot point video <laughs> of a roller set that we had to watch. Like, oh, and I great. fell straight to sleep. I I'm that not going to lie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. had all the videos. We did not have videos. Well, it was always very tempting because they always turn all the lights off in the classroom when yeah. we watch mm-hmm. the videos. I was like, y'all are trying to get us to go to bed. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going immediately to especially bed. Especially considering half the people that are in <laughs> hair school are drug addicks. Oh, so <laughs> it makes sense. It's like, why, did, why would you do that? Why would you set that up for yourself? Yeah. But that's how Hunter and Emily met. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we have literally been friends ever since. Yeah. Never gotten in one, like, fight. Never Mm-mm. had any real issues or anything like that. Mm-mm. We like separated for a minute. We like took a break, but yeah. it wasn't like a fight or anything. Yeah, but in hair school, we were highly, highly competitive with each other because mm-hmm. we wanted to be better than each other. Yeah. Like everybody in hair school wants to be the best. <laughs> right. I mean, it's fucking hair school at the end of the day. Like, right. We were, all doing, we were all doing messed up hair. Like right. nobody was leaving looking like Beyonce. It's fine. 
<laughs> we thought they did, though, honey. Oh, honey. You think I'm arrogant now. Oh, my God. In <laughs> hair school, Hunter was unstoppable. You want to know why? Because he was raised in a salon. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, Mama, I know how to do Mama that. Mama Ruby. Oh Mama Ruby taught him everything. Oh, my God. Do you remember when that teacher asked me if I could roll a perm in five minutes? And I said, I sure can. <laughs> and then you did. And I did. And it was low-key fucked up. <laughs> it was bad. It was so bad. And I was like, I'm going to lunch now. Thank you. And I said, Emily, let's go. <laughs> Oh, but you know, yeah, hair school. Yeah, it was a time. It, it was, was a time. time. So, what are we talking about today, Erica? Today we are going to talk about mental health behind the mm. chair. Mm. Yes, delicious, delicious. <laughs> um. So, what? Let's ask Emily. Yeah. Em, what does it mean for you, like mental health behind the chair? Because it was your. This was this topic was your idea. Mm. So. Yeah. Introduce the topic for us. So I'm a little bit different than Erica and Hunter. I work at a 1099 salon. I work at level 13 mm-hmm. hair studio here in Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm. And, um, but we, we do things a little bit differently. We are like appointment only. Um, each individual stylist has their own key. So it really is just like come and go as you please. And that can bring its own set of like stressors because <laughs> yeah. I do have to book all of my own appointments. Mm-hmm. I have to 110% be always available for my clients to text and mm-hmm. it can be really hard to take all of that in and also make sure that I'm like actually resting, actually taking mm-hmm. time for myself. Mm-hmm. And then also just like the hardness of like, going through something really difficult in your life and knowing that like the second you hit that salon door, you have to be able to drop it and like be there for your clients. Because like, while you may be dealing with something at home, like you have Sally at 12, whose husband is battling cancer. And then you have Susie at three, whose kid just graduated college. And it's like an emotional roller coaster all Mm -hmm. day. You go happy, home. Sad, happy, sad. Yeah, you go home to your to your same stuff, and it's so hard to decompress sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people talk about the five minutes you sit alone in your car after, <laughs> like after the yeah. day. No, for hairstylists, it's, it's not five minutes. It's like an hour and a half. Yes, an hour and a half. Yes, it's like a two hour break of just like literally. Oh my god, it's so quiet. This is so mm-hmm. amazing. Well, and then like for me and you, because we're pet animal people, we know mm-hmm. that as soon as we walk in, we have to feed our animals and mm-hmm. give them attention, and then it's like. I've been no giving messes. attention all day. Yeah. I'm like, where's my attention? Right. <laughs> well, where's my person to be like, are you okay? Pet mm-hmm. me. Tell me right. I'm pretty. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Seriously. But so, like, there's sometimes, though, that it's hard to leave it at the door, or turn it off. So, what are the, like, instances that, like, you're really going through something. And I feel like, Erica, this is a good one, a good question for you, because you were really going through it. Yeah. And I, you were still working because you had to, right? Because yes. people forget that, like, yeah, this is fun, and we're doing this because it's our, like, our passion, but that you, we do have to do this. Yeah, I do yeah. need to make money and right. live. So you had to do it. Mm-hmm. How did you do it now that you're refreshed? Well... I mean, I kind of talked about it last week where I was head to house shell. Like, I took the day off the first day um, Mm -hmm. because I just was in shock. And I was just like, what the hell? I can't believe (laughs) this is even real, you know? And I just would randomly cry. And my bestie, other bestie and I, who was the three of us, were like three peas in a pod as kids. And we would just talk and kind of grieve or whatever. And then it was the next day. I was like, okay, I need to go back to work. And then that was almost... Work the first few days after were comforting because I didn't have to think about it. I could think about other people's stuff. Mm -hmm. And then at that point, my trip was culminating and it was, I was making things happen to make that happen. So I knew, okay, I just have to get through the week and then I'll be fine. But I think it was, I left Saturday, I think it was Friday or Saturday morning. I can't remember. I was having a particularly tough time trying to put it together. And I was like really quiet and I was tearing up like in my own head too much. And my client wasn't talking too much. I was trying to hide it. But Mm -hmm. at one point she like, and she's a sweetheart, you know, she was like, honey, are you okay? And I was like, ugh, I'm I'm not not. hiding it. And I, you know, I did. I told her, I was like, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I had, I don't want, I'm trying to not let it show, but like, 
I'm really I'm upset sorry. Right now. I, well, yeah, and I'm. I really hope that I didn't make you feel uncomfortable, you know, because that's where it's like your hairstylist is behind you just sitting there crying, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> freaking awkward, you know. So, and I wasn't crying. I just like, you know. It was starting. It was the, they were right here. So, um, that was rough and, but it is what it is. I'm human. <laughs> it happened. And it was uh-huh. just kind of sweet that she was like, you know, but I did think about it and I really did try to keep it together a little better. Right. From there on, you know. Do you feel like there's there's sometimes that like for me personally, there's sometimes that if I'm close enough to that client in the morning or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, girl. Oh, I'm like, I'm telling you my business right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I need yeah. to vent. Can I can can I have your ear for fifteen? Right. Minutes? Just mm-hmm. give me fifteen minutes. Let me talk this out real quick. Because I don't know what the hell I'm doing yeah. right now. <laughs> I can do your hair. I have the ability to do your hair, but I don't have the ability to life. Right. Like, I can't people yeah. right now. Yeah. I can hair. I can't people. Yeah. I always, sometimes I'm like, I can hair on autopilot. But also I feel like that's also really relieving in those moments when you are like feeling so heavy and you can turn to, to a close client mm-hmm. or a coworker and be like, yo, I really need to just like let this out right now or I'm mm-hmm. going to cry all day. <laughs> <laughs> I had a moment like that last night where I was like, I just have to be alone and sit in the bathtub and like, have an Let emotional release because I was so tired from like getting home and just mm-hmm. everything, you know. Oh. And it was like, okay, now I'm back in reality, and I guess I kind of had to just cry that out too, you know. <laughs> Oop, there goes like, gravity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't want mom spaghetti. Right. Coming up. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like I've never been good at leaving it at the door ever me and i'm just now <laughs> starting to learn how to so i'm actually kind of proud of myself how mm-hmm. well i held it together last week even though i did have that moment and you know it's not like i didn't talk about it somewhat i skimmed over it with a few people but right um you know i i i actually really really suck at leaving it at the door. Me too. And in the the (laughs) past, my own personal drama has seeped into my professional world and caused issues for me, Mm. you know? Same. Well, I feel like something that I love about where we work at least Mm -hmm. is, like, we're able to sometimes go in the back and just scream it out, cry it out. Rant that shit out. Rant it out. Sometimes Shell's like, honey, go take your shoes off. (laughs) Go Go take your shoes off outside. Go hug a tree. (laughs) Because you are being way too much. Yeah. (laughs) This energy is not it. (laughs) And then she'll go grab the sage and she's like, go spread this. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, it's easy when you have an environment like that, that's kind of like open Mm -hmm. to everyone just being themselves and like. Absolutely. Letting me get this out real quick. And you can turn off the client pleasing portion of your brain turn on the like let me get this on a human yeah part of your brain yeah and then like flip the human off real quick and go be a machine again yeah which (laughs) jinx (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah like you um but yeah i'm really bad at leaving it at the door too if i'm if i'm upset i feel Mm -hmm. like most people know it same absolutely Mm -hmm. And, and and but also like i feel like people do Some we know anyone that's good at leaving it at the door? Shell. There, I feel like people. That, yeah, <laughs> she's not owners, a human. Owners, owners. <laughs> she's a, she's yeah. a superhuman. She is superhuman. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's something that just comes with time. Yeah, it comes with time and experience. And well, I yeah, I do peopling. think peopling skills and and growth. I think it comes with time. I don't know if I've met anybody who in beauty school was good at it. Oh you know? heck no! None of us were. I think the big thing is just being willing to communicate, like being willing to like take a second at the beginning of a service to maybe just like acknowledge to your client, like, Hey, just so you know, like I have a lot of stuff going on right now. Uh So if I'm really quiet today, I promise it's nothing with you. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm just trying to get through the day. Right. Love you girl. (laughs) But I'm also a human. Yeah. And I'm just going to be quiet today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a lot to add. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think my tendency is to overshare because that's just who I am as a human being. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, I and that's what too. I'm saying is like even in a normal setting, there isn't anything going on. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so yeah. this last week, I really did try to be more like that, just like mindful. Hey, yeah, you know, like had some, you know, just lost a friend or whatever, and mm-hmm. 
I'm in kind my of head like, right now. I'm so not like, going to completely unload. Yeah, it's not unload. on you, baby. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I seem a little distant, you know, mm. so, and I, and I think that was helpful, you know. Yeah, well, and I think, too, like, at that, exactly what you said, just being like, hey, honey, like, today may not be the day. I'm just trying to get through it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fine. And then, like, I feel like a tough pill to swallow as a hairdresser, and I feel like every hairdresser goes through this, like, has to swallow this pill at some point or another. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people, and I'm not saying all, yeah. a lot of the people that sit in your chair don't give a shit, shit about you, about yeah. you yeah. or your life outside of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All they care about is, are you doing my hair? Am I still leaving at 2.30? Well, Can I still make it to bridge? Am I enjoying this experience? <laughs> Period. Yeah. And yeah. am I enjoying this experience? Is this experience worth my the money I'm paying for it? Yeah. And I had, like, one of my clients the other day, I dressed real fancy for her because she was getting a really large service done. And I was like, I just want to feel fancy while I'm doing a fancy service. And I told her, like, I dress fancy for you. She said, honey, as long as them hands are working, that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. And that kind of, like, that light bulb went off in my head. I was like, yeah. That is all that matters, though. But yeah. at the same time, if that made you feel good, then whatever. Right. Absolutely. Her, right. Know? Yeah, no. But I was just like, her saying that was that light bulb that it's like, oh, right. Right. It doesn't. Yeah. I'm pretty much like a server to you in a mm-hmm. way. Like, Yeah. I mean, well, and that TikTok just went viral of all those people calling that girl out for saying you don't have to be professional behind the chair. Have you guys seen that? I, uh-huh. I've seen variations of that. Of yeah. like people being like, oh, it is absolutely unacceptable to wear sweatpants to work. And I'm like, nah. so, I'm if sorry. you dress them up. But I mean, also, you can like, go streetwear with it. Or like, I, I worked in salons where it d- doesn't matter. We're all doing our own thing. Yeah, and like, absolutely. there is no dress code. And like, that's how my salon is. You know, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really matter. And then I've worked in salons where it's like, nope, you can only wear black or you must wear dress pants or it has to be dressed up to some extent. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think it's just based on where you are and what Your demographic, yeah. how much you charge. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything. But also, that's the, just to like add on to that, I don't think that you should necessarily have to charge more or less based on what you the, wear. What like. you wear yeah. to work. I, th- I think it's your demographic, mm-hmm. w- what location you're in, and the mm-hmm. clients that you're bringing in. I do feel like there is a certain level that like you could charge more if everyone in your salon is dressed to the nines mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i mean well, sh- I think that sure. factors into that experience well yeah portion but also if all i'm like so. on the fence on the tiktok by the way let me explain it for people that yeah. haven't heard yeah. it because i don't think erica has this girl made a tiktok she's in like a rural part of utah i believe utah i think yeah and she made a tiktok saying that like in her opinion, hairdressers shouldn't have to dress up every day and look professional and be professional every day. Mm-hmm. And this girl stitched it and was kind of like hateful, but also informative of like, we do this for all of the, like all of these people that have worked so hard to be able to mm-hmm. charge X amount of dollars. Like we do it for them and we show them respect and kind of bullshit i mean i get honestly. that but also in the same breath if you don't like the way i dress if you don't don't look at it like the experience that you're getting or the services that you're getting for me guess what you There's can go like somewhere 500 else. salons here in the yeah. city mm-hmm. well i know for me like i'm not i used to be a high-key dresser like that's all i really ever cared about you know was like how <laughs> i looked and stuff and as i've gotten older and i just i'm probably the lowest key person i feel like in our salon um, so when, I mean, and I'm building, I'm rebuilding my mm-hmm. clientele. So when I was going to go up a level, Shell and I had a conversation where she was like, I need you to look like you're can charge this. You know what I mean? Like there's a certain level as your prices raise where you need the bar has to be raised. The bar has to be raised. You know what I mean? And just to elevate the whole experience, you know? And she is right. We do have a higher end price point for our area, you know, mm-hmm. um, although prices everywhere are raising, you know, right. in general. Absolutely. But, you know, if people are going to choose to spend their money with us, then me putting in the effort to make myself look good is respectful, basically, to my clients for spending their so time much money with and you, money yeah. with me, you know, and... I get that. I'm st- 
still not the best at it. Still days. wearing, still gonna wear jeans to work. I'm not Absolutely. gonna lie. I'm still yeah. gonna wear jeans to but, work. But and that doesn't matter. I mean, it's more like for me, it was more like okay, do your hair and put some makeup on. You know what I mean? Right. Because I just don't. Um, I don't know. I guess I just have kind of slacked in that area. Um, mm-hmm. As I realize how shallow I used to be, I just doesn't matter to me anymore. Right. As much. Um, but it is true, you know, and we are beauticians and it's like us looking good is also good advertisement for us. Absolutely. So if I were in a position where I had a completely full clientele and I'm just pick getting to pick and choose, if they didn't care, then I wouldn't right. feel like I needed to put that effort in. But right now in the position that I'm in, you want to be good. Advertisement I want for to adver- I need to look yeah. like a hairstylist, mm-hmm. you know, um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess I could say that I see both sides of the argument as well, you know, and maybe in a rural area in Utah, Utah, you don't have to be, you know what I mean? Right. Because it doesn't, you're, that's your demographic. But yeah. if you're in Salt Lake City in the most expensive salon in Utah, maybe, then maybe. But also at that point, you're probably at a salon that does have a very strict dress code. Well, exactly. Mm-hmm. But you know there's I mean? a reason for that yeah. because it's the whole, oops, bougie vibe of, you know, this. Mm-hmm put together relaxed luxury experience Mm -hmm. you know and some people want to go to the salon and talk about drama and be a little more ratchet and low-key and that's fine Mm -hmm. and that's why there's there's different areas of the salon yes 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 yes, yes. so so let's talk about your trip i want to hear about it Mm -hmm. because we talked about it being your peak peak. yeah and it spurred from like mental health right like yeah 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 so this was a healing trip. It was for a you. healing so trip. So let's for talk me. about that. So I went out to the woods and spent time in nature. And so, okay. So first night, got there, hung out with my brother. Second day, we went to the beach, went to the Oregon coast, which, Beautiful. if anyone has been there, the coast is like the water's cold. The Pacific Ocean is really cold. And it's kind of like growing up as a kid. Usually it's stormy. It's never warm. Like, you're not in a bikini at the Oregon coast. You know what I mean? Like, okay. if you are, you probably got a hoodie on over it. When like, I think of Oregon coast, I think of Twilight. Like, the yeah, beaches. It, well, like and the that's, beaches in that's Twilight. That's exactly what it is, yeah. you know? And so um, we went crabbing. We were talking about getting a boat, which we ended up not doing. Um, so we just went off the docks, like, in Tillamook somewhere. And we get out of the car, and it's 84 degrees. Like, hot you know warm which is crazy so we go off the docks we drop some um some like cages or whatever and we're just chilling there and my brother was like dude like a manta ray just like popped up and i'm like a manta ray like what what is so we're like looking at the like a you know a stingray like the the raviolis with the tail that's one of (laughs) the they look like raviolis on their underbelly like (laughs) little smiley raviolis (laughs) Yeah. So, anyways, they do. Um, it turned out it wasn't a manta ray, but it was a guy snorkeling, and he yeah. was the only one that was catching crabs big enough to keep. And I was like, oh, "How much you want to bet he's going in people's traps and like pulling those pulling out?" Them yeah, out. I would. So I'm like, "Dude, you're also smart, but f you," because I really wanted crab, so I didn't get crab, oh, which dang. I was so excited for. But whatever. And so then I spent a couple days in Portland. Stayed at the beach for a little bit, watched the sunset. That was amazing. Um, and then I went and hiked Multnomah Falls, which is in Portland, which I used to hike when I was a kid. That was cool. Um, it's funny because it's like a kind of rough hike. Like <laughs> Pacific Northwest is a little more mountainous, you know? Right. And it is like it's paved, but you're literally 11 double backs up like steep. Up the side, and then there's one down, and oops, I'm gonna pass on that. And then you're there at the foul. I'm gonna pass on that. So I Mm -hmm. went up to the top, and then went back in the like you're not really supposed to go off the path, but I kind of snuck back there, (laughs) and um, stuck my feet in the water. (laughs) So like I needed some grounding, you know. Uh Like you put your flat feet on the earth, you will get the electrical impulses from the planet. Absolutely. You can tell she just got back from Oregon. (laughs) (laughs) So I needed to do that. And then I was like, really? I read this article about the kinetic energy (laughs) in rapid water. And so I had to find, like, the point where I could put my feet where, like, the water was, like, bubbly, you know? So I just sat there for a minute until my toes froze off. Um, 
but it felt like it's good. It felt good. And mm-hmm. so I stayed there for a while and then I went down to Belknap Hot Springs, which is more like on the McKenzie, a little more south central Oregon, mm-hmm. um, right where all the wildfires <coughs> went through in 2020, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy. It's like really close up to there. So we couldn't even have like campfire because fire oh, season, wow. you know, right. but yeah. it's just it's so like, God, it made me realize how much. I took for granted when I lived in Oregon and don't get me wrong. I, <laughs> this is the first trip where I came home and I was like, Oh my God, I miss it. But also I know that's cause I spent time outside in nature and not like in the cities. Right. You yeah. know, I still remember why I moved. Um, but I did appreciate the beauty of my home state for sure. That was cool. Um, and then I hiked another waterfall. Sahaley. Falls. It's actually mm-hmm. Kusa and Sahaley Falls. So it's like two waterfalls. And I'm kind of obsessed with like getting behind the waterfall or to the very top of it where it falls off. Like Multnomah Falls, they don't let you go down there. Like it's kind of blocked off. And it's way farther down. <laughs> oh, but so Sahaley, I had to go and like get to the very point of it and again put my feet in the water. I showed Carrie videos of it and she was like, You are freaking me out. Like, <laughs> Because I was like, I know I'm going to die trying to get to the highest place on a waterfall someday. <laughs> like That sounds like some shit Emily would do. That sounds like a good way to die. I mean, I'll show you some videos. It's awesome. <laughs> She's like, right? I mean. I'm going po- to make sure Kayla posts the videos because there are some views where I'm watching them and I'm like, oh. Like it's kind of like scary. That's scary. Like God, it's high. And that well, especially going whenever water fast. is going, like you're standing in moving water with that's nothing going to hold. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very far down. Very that will push you hard mm-hmm. underneath. The, like you're dead. No, yeah. no saving you. No. Like it's not like in the movies. Yeah, but <laughs> so how important though is it that we're able to like take off? So that was another thing about this whole experience for me that was epic was because I was able to take time off when I needed it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Emily was saying, you yeah. can, but sorry, I feel like I interrupted what you were about to say, but... No. No. Yeah. No, I asked, that was the question. Okay. Like, how, co- how cool is it to be able to... Just be able to pick up and that leave time. when you need to. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was awesome, because sometimes you can't, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um... I am glad that I went home because I did have a moment when I very first got there, I rented a car and I drove to my brother's house, um, like in Tigard, the same town that I grew up in where my friend lived and I was was starving because I hadn't eaten all day. And so I just pulled into the Taco Bell that I like went to my whole childhood growing Mm -hmm. up, you know, like that one time I partied too hard and puked in the parking lot there, you know what I mean? Just memories everywhere. Every moment is like, I look, I can't look at anything. Well, and that's simultaneously, there's so much new stuff. It was weird. Um, but I had a a second where I was like, I need to make sure I get a hold of Jake while I'm here. And then I was like, (coughs) because I realized, oh my God, he's gone. And I do feel like if I hadn't had that time to go home and, like, have that, yeah. it would have been so it. much easier to just shove it all down and yeah. not really, like, process it. And then when I did go home next, then I would have a mental breakdown. Yeah, Because it would all come one. out. So me being the emotional character that I am... But also it don't be good. don't be hard on yourself if you do go home next time and you do have a mental breakdown because it's Girl, probably gonna happen. I had a moment <laughs> like, yesterday. It's not grief is fucking hard. I had a it moment yesterday where a TikTok audio made me ball. Yeah. Because mm. it was this poem about like if you should wake tomorrow and I'm not there and I <laughs> Oh my yeah. god, you know. Uh-huh. So I know it's not over. Um but if I had had all that still shoved down and hadn't had that time to take off and be alone in nature, like, I really realized, holy shit, I think I'm going to retire on a mountain somewhere alone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just so calming to mm-hmm. me that I needed that, you know, if I had had to do all that. And then we've got this trip and all, you know, for Atlanta and all this other stuff is happening. Like, you would have been I exhausted. know that I came back feeling better and more chill, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, and then Emily, you said that you have like at your work, you have the ability to take off a mental health day. Yeah, if I really need it, if um, you need it, because I book all of my own appointments, and most of the clientele that I have, I'm at this point, I'm like, 
I'm like 78 to like 80% booked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Most of my clients know me. Like they know that I'm not that like if your appointment is booked, I'm going to be showing up for your appointment. So if I text a client and I'm like, hey, I really need to move your appointment, they're like totally understand Mm -hmm. like whatever works best for you. But it's really amazing to to have that ability to just be like, yo, like today is just not my day. And I think it would be better if I just like either stayed home or like you said, maybe go out in nature and just be by myself for Mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. What would be some advice you have though for some, like someone who has a hard time, like with the salon allowing them time off? Cause I know like you, Emily, I feel like if your salon does not allow you to have appropriate amount of time off, this is going to sound really harsh, but maybe that's not the salon for you (laughs) because any owner that genuinely cares about their employees, if you are going through a hard time and you and you just, like, spill your guts to your manager, your owner, and they don't offer you some time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, I feel like that's kind of a red flag and maybe that's not, like, the best it's space for be you to be in. not going to be a good working yeah. environment. Yeah. yeah, it's just not, like, no, you don't, at the end of the day, especially if you're W2, especially if you're working at, like, a chain place, mm-hmm. you don't owe them shit mm-hmm. you don't know them shit if you need if you need to take time for yourself fuck that job take time for yourself the, the job the money everything will always be there your mental health and your ability to process and grief and deal with things will not always be there right point blank period Mm-hmm. If, if, so if your salon or well, if you're we, getting pushback or if you're being told, oh, well, you can only take off three days a year, honey, get out. That's not yeah. a good salon. Mm-hmm. Maybe leave. Yeah. Well, and we've kind of, I've like kind of spoken about your journey whenever you started w- with how like finding a salon was hard for you. Oh, absolutely. It was so difficult. And remember I the worked... one salon that was like, you only have four days a year that you could take off yeah, and you were the like. The last salon that I worked at was a 50-50 commission, W-2. And I had, I'd been working there for maybe like six months and I just requested a couple days off like here and there. And I had requested for, like, three days off to go to Gatlinburg with an ex. And I was, like, I put the time in. And my boss came up to me and was, like, oh, you can only request off five days in a year. I'm sorry? What? <laughs> I'm what? sorry. Well, I'm going to be on a, in, a, in a cabin in the woods. Yeah. Either way, I'm going to Gatlinburg. So either I can <laughs> quit this job and, and be gone or you can give me the time off. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, at that point in time, I was 19 and I didn't know how to say that. Mm-hmm. So you want to know what I did? Okay. I, I lied to them and I quit. I lied to them. I told them that my, my tunnel was bad and I needed surgery. And <laughs> because they were honestly, they were very hard people to work for. They yeah. were, they were older and I was the youngest at the salon and it felt like every time I had something to say, it was just, Oh, well you're young. You don't know what you're talking about. And, it is a lot of that when you yeah. first start in a hair yeah. salon, I mean, especially here in the South. Really? Yes, you are young, and yes, you don't know what you're talking about, but also in the same breath, I feel like it's kind of that owner's obligation to educate you and like yeah. let you know, like, hey, this is what's acceptable. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's okay for you to be like, oh, so you've sh- taken three days off already in the last six months, so you can't take these other two day- these mm-hmm. other three days off because you're going over the f- the five-day mark. What? 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 I That's, work to live, not yeah, live to work. I'm yeah. sorry. That's crazy to me. And also, if my memory serves me correctly, and usually it does, I was not told prior to working, like, pri- like to signing <laughs> on, that that was going to be the case. Yeah. Otherwise, like, I, I would, wouldn't have. I w- yeah. Otherwise, I would. that's something that I would have negotiated you on, or I wouldn't have worked here in the first place. Because mm-hmm. that's not worth it. Like, Mm-mm. you don't own me because yeah. I work for you. Yeah, like I can find I can find five other five other jobs that's going to treat me the exact same way that I can get 10 days off a year. Oh, absolutely. Or find a job like where I work now, where I get all of the days off that I want. Yeah. And that's kind of how we are operated our salon. Like we have a request off form, but it's more so just so they know that like. Know what days to block you out. Yeah. Right. Like. (laughs) And most of the time she's like, go ahead and tentatively block it mm-hmm. because we have a front desk. So we don't have control as much of our schedule. Yeah. I, we have control. But at the but same if time, it's, if it's open, it's, it's going to get booked. Yeah. If it's yeah. a white space, it's going to get booked. Yeah. So it was just that we just block it off first tentatively. And once they approve it, which they always do, there's only one time in the year that you can't like you. They will deny it. And it's is 
when they go on vacation. Yeah. Because the whole family goes and the whole family works at the Runs salon. Runs the salon, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's fair, though. Yeah, it's t- completely fair. Especially if it's, like, the same time. It like, is. Every it's year. around the like, same for, time every for, year. For, like, level 13, our owners have, like, two times a year at the beginning of the summer and towards the end of the summer where they go to this thing in Murfreesboro mm-hmm. called the Redneck Rumble. And <laughs> yeah. we know that when they're at the Rumble, like, they're not reachable. Not to be. Like, and th- I don't think that's, like, I feel like mm-hmm. that's fucking fair absolutely <laughs> i think it's fair well especially in it sounds like you have obviously it's a different like salon setup but a similar environment that like you have a good supportive oh yeah absolutely work family you know absolutely. i think it's rare that people get that yeah. you know yeah um it is and so especially if you're uh, the owners of your salon are like supportive of you then absolutely like they have here's your small little two time frames but anything else is free game for whatever yeah. you need to, But I mean you know. even then if we decide we want to take off time during Rumble they don't care like it's Damn, not it's, not, right, yeah. it's yeah. not crucial it's just mm-hmm. more so of knowing like hey, on this particular weekend, you're not going to be able to get in contact with me. Uh, well, and I yeah. think that that's completely yeah. fair that they get that respect of, like, don't contact mm-hmm. me during this time because they give you the respect of, yeah. hey, I'm not going to contact you during this time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And and it, there's, like, kind of an equal understanding at my salon that, like, if you're on vacation, like, because, because we run things the way that we do and we have to contact our own clients individually and, like, text back and forth, um... Something that I've noticed is that, like, whenever anybody's on vacation, I'm not asking you to, like, check our group chat every five minutes to yeah. make sure you're getting appointment requests. But, like, I'll ta- I will I take five minutes once a day when I'm on vacation to check the group chat, see if I've missed anything, reach out to any clients. And I'm sorry, but if that client doesn't text me back in those five minutes while I'm on vacation, then, you're not until tomorrow. then guess what? Tomorrow I will, g- I will reach back out to you. But I also equally let my clients know like hey i'm on vacation so mm-hmm. if i'm hard to reach that's why mm-hmm. but if if you don't hear back from me today you'll hear back from me tomorrow yeah absolutely yeah. oopsie sorry bro <laughs> that's recording. okay do you need to get it <laughs> no it's my brother oh, <laughs> sorry, okay bro. <laughs> they miss you oh like, probably yeah all right erica has something so to i say. have something She's to say <laughs> this is um a gift that i got for hunter Hunter gets your Portland Starbucks mug. It's my first one from Oregon. How sweet. I called him when I was at Starbucks and I was like, do you have the Oregon one? And he was like, ah, maybe. And I was like, well, do you want Oregon or Portland? Next time, get me one. Okay. I love those. Totally. Hunter has like so many of those mugs. This is 76. Jeez. See, I have like, I think I have 15. Yeah, well, I, have a, I have a small collection. We only it. have that many because you know they used to make them differently, and this is like the yes. new yes thing. So yeah, we have doubles of a lot. Yeah, of it us. used oh, okay. to be very basic. Yeah, and also they decided to start doing like more like large towns and less so just like regular states because mm-hmm. there's one for Tennessee and there's one for Nashville and there's one for Memphis and Chattanooga. I was gonna so. say there's yeah. one for Chattanooga yeah. and Knoxville. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't think I'll be getting all of those. Yeah. But, like, Portland's but a big city. That's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, Portland's a cool one. I have one, from yeah. I have one that's from New Orleans. So there it doesn't you go. say Louisiana. Yeah. It says New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. So that's dope. A lot of times I'll try to get, like, if I go somewhere for the first time, I will go, I'll get, like, the Portland one and the Oregon yeah. one. But, like. I did that in Maryland. I got the Maryland, Maryland. one. And I got the um, D.C. one. I have the one from Washington, D.C. Yeah. I love it. But I didn't know if we had Oregon or not. So Portland was Portland's safe. Portland's good. This is dope. Well, I promise you I'll be back there. Right. So don't worry. I'll get you Just so Oregon happens I know how to get back. So, and then that was, I got that souvenir. And then when I went and hiked Multnomah Falls, I got this hat. And it says, gone Sasquatching. And I'm Period. really excited about it. <laughs> Except I crunched it a little bit. But I'm still going to wear it because I like it. Maybe you'll oh. it'll make an appearance on the next pod. Exactly. I was going to wear it today, episode. but the, I, then I curled my hair, so, you know, <laughs> couldn't wear the hat. So, do we have any iced tea this week? Anything hot okay. and happening in the world? Oh, Emily's got it. She's got it, apparently. I had an idea, I mean, but go for do, it. Are, I'm ready. Are we going to talk about the Try Guy stuff? Oh, we oh. Guy stuff. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay, but the tripod. I, I. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I feel so bad for Keith for the fact that, like, 
while all of this was unraveling, mm-hmm. he was on on tour with his comedy people, like and trying I found to keep it together, yeah, and not being able to tell anybody. And I found it very disheartening when he mentioned the fact that, like, he was like, "Wow, this is gonna be like I'm ruining like after all of these after lives. no after the show." I'm never going to be able to perform for this, like, kind of crowd again without them having, like, a besmirched image of, like, who I am and Mm -hmm. the people that I surround myself in. Mm -hmm. And that's so fucking sad. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel so bad for all of the other people who have been honorable and have been good men. Well, and I think, too, like, the... Everybody is, like, hating on him and, like, saying he got fired (laughs) for cheating on his wife. When that's re- in reality, that is not what happened. No, he got fired, he got fired for fired having an affair with a coworker. An employee. Yeah, an employee. Yeah. Someone mm-hmm. that he employs. Like, that's, yeah. that's high fucking key inappropriate. illegal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And inappropriate. Yeah. So, um, and I feel like I just feel terrible for them because they have to talk about, like, everyone is talking about it. Absolutely. Even TMZ. Every- TMZ has been following Ned and his wife Forbes. around. Yeah. Wrote an article on Rolling them. Stones has r- written three Multiple. or four articles about them now. Yeah. And so, like, just thinking, like, you have to talk about it, obviously, yeah. because yeah. it's being talked about and it's your life. But also, you could be sued because there's that fine line that of, like, too much information. Defamation. Given. Yeah. 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 And then, like, Ned could sue their pants off. But yeah. I think that's why Eugene wasn't in the episode of the tripod because. <laughs> Yeah, well, it I said mean, that, that he that he really didn't like to podcast. Did you I watch mean, it yet? Mm-mm, no. Okay, yeah. That's so what they, I was going to say when we were talking about her checking in the group chat on vacation. I zoned out completely. Like, I didn't check the group like chat. That. I didn't really look at TikTok or Instagram because I didn't have, like, service, service most anywhere. of the time. Yeah. So, no, obviously, I when I heard about it, I was like, oh, my God, Hunter, did you see that? I know she came, like, three like, days late. So sad about it. And I was like, oh, my God. And you're like old news girl that's iced tea baby yeah (laughs) but yeah no i haven't really like kept up on it so the last thing i saw was the that post that they made like the tiktok the one highly scripted yeah and yes and eugene is in that black oh yeah and he looks he's shooting daggers the entire time with his eyes oh my gosh yeah see it he's just like but also i felt like that statement was very well put together they did very well thought out even though it was like extremely staged that's why you should definitely watch the tripod episode that, Mm -hmm. that was released this last week because it's much more genuine of like the emotions that they were dealing with and what mm-hmm. they were going through because they knew about it for an entire month That's before so it dropped to like everybody else. And come to find out even before that month, it had been going on for like a year. Yeah. Yeah. The affair, the affair itself. Or the the affair so itself had been going on for a year. So how long did they know about it before? Uh, as soon as they knew, they found out about it, they took action. Okay. Which and is it like took fucking two amazing. Weeks. Yeah. It took two weeks for them to fire him. Yeah. Three weeks. To make a statement. Yeah. And then they were pissed because he also made a statement on the same day, like immediately after they did, and used the same font or something like that. And it was like... What? Or same format, maybe? No, he like... It was like they wrote out a text Mm, and posted it on their Instagram. Yeah, in the notes (laughs) app. But Ned used the same font... Mm. in his post so it looked like they announced it together, together. oh stop yeah and he they were like i fully believe that he did that intentionally yeah so that it looks like it was like a mutual I ending mean, of i mean at the affairs. end of the day it's sad but also like you made this bed for yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that that being said i don't think that he deserves like the paparazzi are following him and Ariel. Yeah, like leave them alone. Let them let them deal with their stuff. But also on the same breath, like this is the same shit that happens to like Kim Kardashian and yeah. like yeah. actual uh, well, celebrities. I mean, they are celebrities. They point, may they not are. be A listers, but they after are this, they may be. Yeah, yeah exactly. Who knows? Three or four articles in Rolling Stones. Yeah. They're in Forbes multiple times. Right. Like TMZ following them around. Like you might as well be at this point. It's wild. Yeah. It's a wild ride out there. I mean, it does, like, it does suck, but when you put yourself, I mean, out in the public, like. You kind of lose yourself open you for do, ridicule. It, well, exactly. What do you, you have to know that's going to be part of it. So that, yeah. to me, that's like the most mind boggling part of it is like, 
bro, what did you think was going to happen? Yes. Like, did you think like, you did were you gonna really be think, able to Did you really think it? you were like, going to be able just to go gonna to, get away with to it? Harry Styles at Madison Square Garden and yeah. not a single person was going to recognize you? Not a single person. Or just like out in public in the middle of the fucking day at a restaurant and you really think nobody is going to recognize you? What? He's yeah. big dumb. What? Everybody, you can't do that once you're famous. Mm-mm. Well, and then Mercury in the microwave has really screwed up a oh lot of gosh, Hollywood it's relationships. Been really hard. It's <laughs> been really hard. I'm surprised Megan Fox and MGK made it through, to be honest, because she always <laughs> looks like she's extremely annoyed by him she in every photo. I think she's just so <laughs> uncomfortable having her photo taken. No, because That's in her own like photos by me. herself, she looks like Stunning. a goddess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when she's with him, it's like, okay, look at my hanger. <laughs> like. <laughs> He, does, he so t- Tell me I'm wrong. He looks like a hanger. He does look like He's a so hanger. skinny. Is he the one that, no, that's Kourtney Kardashian's. The uh, Travis Barker. Yeah, yeah, he mm-hmm. survived a plane crash. Yeah. Yes, he does. I feel bad talking shit about him, but. I he's like a good man. I like Travis Barker. Barker. I think yeah. he's a good person. So. I mean. He's just a he, Kardashian's yeah. husband. Really? But at least it's like the coolest of the Kardashians. Dude, he's, but Fair. Travis Barker is not a Kardashian mm. husband. No. He, because the other ones, I mean, Kanye West was Kanye West with Kim, but like her other husbands, we didn't know who the heck they were. Fucking I guess she dated true. Reggie Bush yeah. or whatever, but Travis Barker, I, I don't think Kourtney Kardashian, I think Blink-182 and the soundtrack right. of my fucking teenage years, you know? Right. And I think he had a, um, a reality show with his wife his first wife his kids mom really i did yeah. not know that and i i liked that show back huh. in the day so i think it was on vh1 or mtv or something so he was famous in his own right and a right celebrity before. way on his own absolutely you know and so it was like i think they have had a cute little like friendship love story before they got married and, and everything also, like but. he came in and did what Scott Disick couldn't do and wouldn't do for like 10 plus years. Yeah. He immediately Period. came in and was like, damn bitch, you bad as fuck. Uh-huh. Is this uh-huh. your man? How long are y'all been together? 10 years? You ain't got no ring? All right. Uh, I'll oh, get you a, now. a 10 plus year yeah. carrot diamond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that sitting here huge. and doing all these beautiful romantic things for her. I think it just goes to show that like it doesn't really matter how long somebody's in your life. Yeah. If they're Doing what matters to you. I was going to say. they're being there for you. Yeah. The ring, whatever. But I feel like there is this. I mean, I've never been a Kardashian follower. The romanticism of all of it. Well, but I feel like Scott was like hella disrespectful. Oh, he was. Yeah. The mother of his children. And like, uh, you know, it just. To me, that's what I see is like Travis seems to adore her and. Doesn't necessarily need her, her, but he wants her. Yeah, he treated her kind of like an afterthought or like took it for granted. Like you're always going to be there so I can F up and dick around and be disappeared. But you're not going to go anywhere. And that's kind of like, you know, but that's what I see. Well, you know what I say to him? Yeah. Sorry about your luck, buddy. That sucks. (laughs) I just really wanted to push a button. That's a hard (laughs) life. Well, anyway, with all that being said... Thank you for listening to another episode of Break Room Banter. If you'd like to follow us on our social media journeys, I am at Hair X Hunter on all the things. Our podcast is at Break Room Banter Pod on all the things. Emily? I am at M's Creation on TikTok and Instagram. Period. And she does really good hair. So yeah, you should follow her. It's yeah, really pretty. Yes. It is pretty rainbows. Oh. Rainbow. And Erica. And I'm Erica the Redhead. If you want to follow me, um, you might Which see you some should. hair and you might see some Sasquatch hunting videos. So, you know. <laughs> it's all on <laughs> the Instagrams. Anyway, until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.